0: Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello and welcome to Bare Naked Soul. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm so excited to chat with you about self sabotage and give you some examples of how, um, looking back, I can see where and how I self sabotage myself in my business success, um, in hopes that you'll be able to recognize, you know, some of the things that I have experienced in my my crazy thoughts that have held me back might be the ones that you're experiencing, or they might be totally foreign to you where you're like, why would she care about that? Right? And that all goes into the whole point of like, our mind just telling us crazy shit to get us to play small. So we're gonna dive in to be super, super good. Um, We're gonna chat about how to recognize self sabotage, what to do and how to push forward. Um, But first, we've been starting off these episodes with a book review of my new memoir confessions of an uncaged soul so let's go ahead and read a review this one is titled feels like home this book came to me at the exactly the right time funny how that works as i learned about leah i learned about myself the contents of these pages dare you to explore your shadow your inner child your inner warrior all the sides of self As Leah tells her story of how she navigates her becoming, it allows you to give yourself grace as you review your own choices along the way. I needed this to prompt within me actualization that I can become, which is not nearly as simple as it sounded until I found Leah's story to mirror and learn from. I also thoroughly enjoy her writing style. It keeps me fully engaged and wanting more from back to back. I also got hints of Sylvia Plath scattered within, which just shows you the depth of Leah's work. 10 out of 10, an inspiring, honest, relatable, encapsulating read. Thank you, Leah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So much gratitude filling my body right now as I read that. Um, Yeah. So if that speaks to you, head to the show notes, get the link for my book. Um, I hear this a lot, like all the time that this book came at just the right time in people's spiritual journey. So if you have like a little inkling to read this, it might be the right time for you as well. And what other updates do I have for you? I am heading on a retreat tomorrow, which I'm super, super excited about. The day that this episode comes out, I'll be heading to the retreat um, for the weekend. And yeah, it's going to be so fun. Um, What else do I have to say? So I finished recording my audiobook. That's going to be coming out probably next week. So I will update you there. And a couple of ways that we can work together that are out and open for enrollment. So I just opened up a brand new mastermind. And so this is going to be ongoing, but there is a very, very, very special bonus if you enroll by September 1st, because that's when we're officially starting. So if you listen to this and it's before September 1st, you definitely want to reach out and get all the details and see if this is going to be the thing that catapults your business forward. So this is for you if you already have a business that is established in place, online, service-based business, and you are really looking to go big. You want to make a name for yourself in the industry. Maybe you want to be getting yourself out there on podcasts and then publications and making a name for yourself and being seen and moving through the, the fear that's in that way. Maybe you want to show up unapologetic as fuck online. We're going to be going through all of this and so much more. I want to walk you guys through systems, how to make it easy to have money coming in every month, more money, easier, less hours worked. You guys know I work four hour days, four days a week. And so we're going to be talking about how to to build and run your business so intuitively. So you're working more aligned instead of harder. Um, it's going to be so, so good. I cannot wait to start. We're going to be, yeah, having weekly calls. We're going to have a Facebook group where you'll be able to share things that you want me to review, like your social media and your website and things like that. So I'm so excited to get all the full details. All you have to do is message me on Instagram and just say the word mastermind and I'll send you the details. We'll have a no pressure chat if you have any questions and we will go from there. Also, the uncaged retreat happening November 3rd to 6th. I am so excited. (laughs) Basically, this is an immersion into your uncaged life. So showing up working through limiting beliefs in the Uncage Your Soul workshop. We're going to be doing breath work. We're going to be doing hypnosis on things like confidence and abundance and basically doing a whole transformation into our most badass, confident fucking self. And then on Saturday, like, like late afternoon, we're going to do a photo shoot to really like embody our new confidence and a cacao ceremony. There's a hot tub. It's like a luxury cabin. So much more. All the details are in the show notes. Make sure you sign up for that. If that calls to you, okay, I think that's all my things for now, giving you guys so many different ways to get more um more from me and work with me. So self-sabotage. It is the sneakiest thing ever. Like it's so fucking sneaky. Basically, self-sabotage is your mind giving you whatever excuse it knows you will believe in order to hold you back in your comfort zone. So with the type of business that I run and that maybe you run, you know, we're putting ourselves out there. That can be really, really scary. And we all have different different blocks. But I think that mine are really, really common. I mean, I see them a lot in my clients. Um, so I, you know, people tend to come to me when they have similarities to me with things like workaholism and perfectionism and, um, the similar money blocks to the ones that I have. So I'm going to share my own experience, see what, um, comes up for you. If you're like, no way, like, I'm not worried about that at all. Good. Because that's, that is such a good example of like, It's almost like when you have a friend who like doesn't believe in herself or thinks she's fat or whatever. And you're like, what are you talking about? It's just our mind comes up with the craziest fucking shit. So then look at your shit. Look at the excuses you're making, like be willing to see, like literally journal, like what are the excuses I'm making to hold back and like be willing to look at this um, and move through it. So, okay. So, you know, I... God, it's like such a crazy journey. I feel like in the beginning of my business, um, I was life coaching and then I was business coaching. And for about a year or so when I was like primarily business coaching, like that was my whole, like I was branding myself just as a business coach, right? Um, I was pretty like, I was pretty shameless about money and luxury and like the type of lifestyle that I was living and wanted to live. But something, well, I mean, I I believe looking back it's self-sabotage, something caused me to divert from all of that. Something caused me to f- start really feeling guilty. And so I believe it's self-sabotage of a story of I can't make too much money. This is ridiculous. Like people um, are going to judge me for building this business and making money and living this like crazy freedom life where I'm like working outside on my computer a couple hours a day, you know, um, I'm not going to fit in with anybody. Um, people are going to judge me as I grow my audience and more eyeballs are on me. I just got really, really scared. Another thing that was happening was I was obsessed with the money part in an unhealthy way. So what I mean by that is I was making it, I was like making it mean something about me, my, my success, quote, success, like metrics, like how many followers I had and how much money I was making. And that sort of thing was, it was like meaning something to me, um, where, now I've completely detached from that. Like it doesn't mean anything about me, how much money, nothing could mean anything about me. Like my business doesn't mean anything about me, right? Um. Yeah. The values and, and things that I share, like, yeah, it's, it's me, but I'm not measuring my self-worth. Like my self-worth is totally detached from money and success and that sort of thing. So at the time when I was business coaching, maybe for six months or a year or so, Um, and getting, you know, building a lot of success. It was going really fucking well. I, um, yeah, I, uh, was really into like the next money goal and the next thing. And yeah, so I talk about this a lot in the book, the hedonic treadmill of like always wanting the next thing, never appreciating where you're at. And I was just, my self-worth was so wrapped up in all of that. So I kind of needed to take a step back and I really fell into surrender mode. And I really fell into my own flow and got into this place of being really interested in like the stillness and the meditation. I got really into breath work and that was all wonderful. And those are still like a huge part of my life, but, um, it felt like it was either or it felt like I could teach about stillness and, um, forgiveness and like the flowy soft things and be about that, or, I could teach about money and live this luxury life and like be like this motivating, like masculine coach. So what I really needed at the time was a balance. And it really, I was like swinging back and forth on this pendulum. And so for a long time, I fell into this really deep surrender. I was the happiest I'd ever been in my life because I was detaching myself from these outside things. So it was, it was a good thing. This was a beautiful time for me. This was part of my journey. Um, And now now that I have been through all of that, I'm able to have a money goal or a business goal or anything where it I don't feel desperate that it has to happen because it doesn't it doesn't mean anything about my self-worth. Um I don't need to prove anything to anyone. I don't need to make sure everybody knows how successful I am, right? So I needed that surrender piece there. And I really aim to teach. I mean, I think that is like the foundation. And that's why my book is really, really about that part. It's about the surrender. It's about the stillness, the present moment, um, knowing who you are and and rooting into who you are without the outer success metrics. But that doesn't mean we just ignore our desires, right? So we don't need to like renounce material possessions and like, because that like gets boring. I mean, there's so much life to live you know, if I want to travel the world, if I want to, I, I desire to have an ground pool, like there's things that I desire to do and have that are perfectly wonderful and fine. And I don't want to like renounce those things because I don't need money. Right. And it's almost, almost like I was making myself for a while there like above people who were into the material things and, and superior to people who were superficial and cared about the way they looked and cared about the way they dressed and cared about, you know, the car they drove and that stuff, which is so not true. I just dropped something. Let me pick that up. <sighs> <sighs> okay. So the word desire comes from desire, like two words, meaning from the Father, from God. So whether you think, no matter how you think of God, like I very much today think of God as inside of me. Like I use the word goddess primarily, which I just did an episode about this a few episodes back, but it's like goddess. It's, it's my soul. It's like inside of me, but I'm trusting that my desires are, are holy, are sacred, are part of my soul's path. They're not wrong or bad or greedy, you know? And so, um. Yeah. So it's now for me, it's about like balancing the masculine and feminine a little bit more and looking at my goals as like, ooh, that's like really fun and expansive. Like I'm so available for that. Let me open myself even more to be available for that and ditch the limiting beliefs in the way instead of like, okay, this has to happen. I need this to happen. I'm desperate for this to happen, right? Such a different vibe and one that works way fucking better for manifestation. Something that I see a lot in this community and I hear a lot from people um, in the spiritual community and especially like healers and and people who do purpose-led work is like, it's not about the money and that's great. But like, if, if this business is your, like for me, it's not that money is the thing it's about, but I am running a business and I do have to make money. Like, I have to pay my bills. My husband and I need a new roof. I'm going to need a new car soon. Like, I'd like to travel. I would like to buy some winter clothes, like some fall and winter clothes coming up. I have to make money. So while it's not about the money and it's not like this is the only purpose of the business, I need money and I desire more money and that's okay. Um, I think this is like, I just really think it goes back to you know pastors are supposed to be poor because you know that's like this 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 whole thing i mean i think it comes from christianity the whole story of like being poor is better and like i mean i think at the time of the bible i'm pretty sure it was like an elitist like class system where you were born into the class you were born into and you weren't like it wasn't like everyone's going to school and can choose to go to college and choose or choose to start a business and do whatever they want with their lives like it wasn't like that. So it's, it was a totally different situation. Anyways, it doesn't even matter. The thing is, um, I just really want people who are in that position where they, they're doing something purpose-led for their job, but they feel like it's wrong of them to make more money for whatever reason. Maybe they want to be able to serve everybody. Maybe they don't want people to not be able to afford their services, right? Like, that's wonderful. But I want you to know it's okay to also make money. Like, it is okay. It is safe to make money. And if you're just ignoring your desires, they're going to keep popping up. If you're in worry and struggle with money, that's going to hold you back. Like, that's not fair. That's not a good way for you to live. Nobody should have to, like, worry and struggle with money. I don't think anybody, like, inherently like needs to struggle with money. I think that's ridiculous. So that's a big mission of mine is to encourage people that you can do something purpose-led and make money. And it's, it's okay. Like money is the resource that runs this world. Get right with it. Like build a relationship with it where you aren't like talking shit on rich people and like think you're better than them, you know, and, and whatever. And you know, for a lot of us, we grew up like not super wealthy, so we maybe did hear these ideas of like, you know, for me it was a lot of like anything extra was like was like a waste of money, um, anything like was like frivolous, you know, any like any other purchases that we didn't actually need were like frivolous and a waste of money, and that money could go to a poor person and whatever. And so for you, maybe it's something different. Maybe you grew up wealthy, but there's like a guilt there. Maybe you feel like you you need to do it all on your own. Are you like, you have to work really hard and make sure no one else helps you and make sure people believe you like did it all on your own or whatever. We have to like look at that stuff because I really feel like money blocks are such a common business block. We're asking people for money. So when we're not willing to receive money, when we're not right with money, it can be really difficult to grow your business and to, you know, yeah, serve more people because for you to serve more people, you have to be willing to accept their money. <laughs> so that is part of it. Money is part of the equation, right? Um yeah, and and so this is this is one of my biggest self-sabotage things. So I've always known that money was my biggest, hardest thing I've ever had to overcome. It was the biggest story of my childhood was like we're poor. And it's because rich people, rich people took all like the rich people are hoarding the money and that's the reason why people are poor. Um, and so that was like a big story of my childhood. And so uh, I didn't have to, like, it was a lot easier for me to manifest, um, improvements in my marriage. It was a lot easier for me to manifest improve my immune system, my health, you know, things that I didn't have a lot of stories around things that were seen. Like I didn't have a whole lot of ideas about this is like out of my control. Right. Um, I grew up being told that health is in your control. You control your health and it's easy to eat healthy and we we eat healthy and we exercise It's what we do. It's no big deal. So for me manifesting health and like, you know, making it so that I like never get sick, getting rid of cramps, all of that stuff was so much easier for me because I always had the belief that like you're in control of that in a sense. Um... And there was no guilt or shame around it either. So money was always like the hardest thing for me. And it's still is, it. It's still the thing that I need to focus on. But here's the thing. I've always known that money was my biggest thing in my business, right? Um, but I would... I would like, okay, so I remember at one point, I was like tap, I was doing like a money EFT tapping, which EFT tapping is amazing. Um, If you've never done it, you can search Brad Yates on YouTube. He has so many good tapping videos. Um, I always want to call her Lady Gaga. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Gala Darling. She's really cool. And she has a ton of tapping videos on YouTube also. And I think it was one of hers. I was doing like a money tapping video of hers. I think it was. Um... At one point, I remember I went like a month or two where I was like hardcore focused on money. And lo and behold, I was making more money in my business, of course. And it was going really well. But then my mind would say, well, I shouldn't just be focused on money all the time. Like I can't be focused on money all the time. I can't be obsessed with money. I can't be like always thinking about money. Um, I should be focused on service or whatever, as if they don't go hand in hand when it's a business. Right. But that was always the thing, my mind, that was my self-sabotage excuse that would come up. Well, like, I, I shouldn't really focus on money. So, you know, or, you know, maybe I would tell myself, oh, it worked great. Now I'll, now I'll take a break from that. I'll go back to that. When really all I needed to do was stick to the thing that I knew inside of myself needed to be healed because that's all that it is is i need to heal my relationship with money you know um that's what that's what it was it, i needed to be able to focus on it but i would focus on it for a little bit and then pull back you know it could also be self sabotage just of the fear of this is another like big one that i recognize and just the past few months i've really come to terms with this um the biggest things that hold me back is my, my fear of being seen and and potentially judged that's like The overall biggest thing, because I don't actually think it's wrong to have a lot of money. I'm not judging anyone who has a lot of money. I'm like, fuck yes, sister, get it, right? So if I don't judge someone else for it, then clearly I don't actually think it's wrong. What I'm afraid of is people judging me. And when I really dug into this, and this is the journaling prompt I use for this, I asked myself, um, what did I ask myself? Like, uh, why am I afraid to make more money, right? And um what came up was the fear of people asking me for it and the fear of, um, the fear of judgment, of course, around it. But then also another one that was really interesting was I won't be able to use money as an excuse anymore, which is really interesting because I don't really feel like I use money as an excuse much. Like it's not like my friends are asking me to do things and I'm like, Oh, I can't because of money. or like, I'm, I'm turning down trips because of money or I'm whatever. But I I just realized that like me, especially publicly, making more money, um, I felt like I would have to be more honest. And maybe part of that is, you know, it's very common to be around people where they're complaining about money or they're saying, oh, like, yeah, this is so expensive, blah, blah. It's much easier just to go along with what people are saying, right? That's kind of what we do. We go along with what people are saying. It's easier. You feel part of the crowd. You feel like you fit in. And if I were to, um, you know, go to that next level, right? And share that publicly, then I can't do that anymore. Then I have to be more honest. And I thought, wow, that's so interesting. Like, it's really, really interesting. So I want you guys to definitely journal on like, why am I afraid to make more money? Why am I afraid to grow my business? Because there is fear there. Like, it can feel like, well, of course, I'm not afraid of it, but there is fear there that's what's holding us back, right? Um, So once I like really came to grips with all of this a few months ago, I decided I was done holding myself back from um, work doing more money work. And so now I do money work every single day. I'm not obsessed with money. I don't feel a neediness. I don't feel a desperation. But I feel a desire. And I feel um, I feel that it's part of my mission to, to heal this part of me, heal this in these inner child wounds so that I can then also teach other people how to do that. And then also um a big part of my mission is is normalizing conversations around money because I think when we have so much shame around money and it's something you're not supposed to talk about and you don't want to brag or you don't want to whatever, we yeah, we create a lot of funk around it that holds a lot of people back from getting it. So I want to be someone who's more open about it. That's really a strong desire of mine. So all signs point to me just allowing myself to be focused on money. I'm running a business. Like, it would be crazy for me to not be focused on money, right? It's not like it's my entire focus. It's not like what I'm selling is just things that will make me the most money. No, I'm feeling into my heart, and I'm creating my um, my programs on my heart, and the pricing comes from, like, how can I feel well compensated so that I show up 100% for these people and make this a heart led offer, right? So it's not like I'm 100% only focused on money, but if money but like, I'm not just like, oh, I'm not thinking about money because I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't think about that. So always checking in. What do I feel like I should or shouldn't do? Like notice those words. I know I talk about this all the time, but those words will key you into so much what do you feel like you should or shouldn't do? Like catch yourself when you're writing a post, do you ever think, oh, I should do it this way? Or I shouldn't do it that way. Notice that pay such close attention to that. And ask yourself, like, what do I actually desire? And do it that way. If I notice myself saying like, oh, well, I should do it this way. That's like a key indicator for me to not do it that way. Because that's me just doing it that way because like someone else did it that way or that's more acceptable to people, more comfortable, won't piss people off. No, like what do I desire? What do I actually want to do? It's like the opposite of the should is very often the heart-led, intuitive, fuck yes thing we need to do, right? So it's going with the desire every single time, even when it's hard. So noticing that self-sabotage voice, noticing where you're holding yourself back, giving yourself permission to move forward. We we have so many things like where we make things harder than they need to be because m- making money easily is just not a concept any of us were taught. Like, I don't know about you, but most people's parents weren't telling them, oh, it's super easy to make money. Making money is so easy. Like that is not something that was affirmed into our brains as children. So sometimes we'll have, we'll think of a way to do something. We'll think of a way to streamline something in our business. We'll think of a way to offer something to more people at a great price that could get lots of people into something, whatever. And we'll block ourselves because we feel like it can't be that easy or it shouldn't be that easy. And it's sneaky, right? You might not have that thought, but there's another thought in the way, an excuse in the way. And the actual thing maybe is like, well, it can't be that easy or it needs to be hard, right? Essentially. So yeah. So um, notice also, when do you give up on your goals and why? Do you tell yourself, oh, I've made enough money for the month. Like, oh, this is great. Like, I just want to be grateful for the money I've made this month. I don't really need more. That's a big one I did to myself too. All the time. Looking back, I mean... Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and so it's like, why are you letting yourself off the hook? Because is it truly what you want? Or is it self sabotage? Right? These are the type of things we're going to dig into in the mastermind. I mean, this is the type of stuff I love to help people with, because it does really help when you have an outsider showing you, hey, I'm noticing this, this trend with you with your launches, where you're Um, you're stopping midway, you have this elaborate reason why you're stopping midway, but it's, but it's a pattern I've noticed. Like, it's so helpful when someone else can notice your self-sabotage. That is something I'm so passionate about and so here to help you work on. Another thing that I love about masterminds too is like, in a group setting, you hear other people's limiting beliefs and self-sabotage, and you think, oh, no way. Like, that's not true. And it helps you, it like, shines a light for you on, like, where am I doing that? Like, oh, I get it. I'm doing that too. So it's a really big benefit in group programs. But, um, but yeah, I hope this episode gives you some insight. Um, I hope you do the journaling that we discussed. Journal, the biggest one why am I afraid to go bigger in my business and why am I afraid to make more money? And you can add, if I'm really deeply honest with myself before these two also um, you can, you can journal if I'm really deeply honest with myself, where am I self sabotaging? Where am I holding myself back? What are my excuses? And yeah, I hope you loved this. I hope you got something out of this. I hope you claim your desires, own your fucking worth and go fucking big because the world will benefit when a big hearted woman like you decides to fucking go all in. Okay. Love you. I'll see you next week.